0: Welcome, adventurers. Here's what happened last time on the Incorrigible Party. Having suffered the consequences of her attempt to draw power from the eyes of Dendar, Shakara is left separated from Horak, stowed away in the sewers of Drukal as the unintelligible orc leads pursuing paladins away from her location. And now, on with the show. Shakara, you have a couple choices, I suppose, on how you want to navigate to the theater. I would say you're, you know, you're, you're certainly under an hour uh, from it if you were above ground, but obviously in the sewers, navigating through them, uh, the system that really looks, you know, similar no matter what tunnel you're in, it, it may be a little difficult. So you can either decide to try to, you know. You have a rough idea of where you are uh, compared to like above the ground, right? From where you kind of sat and had uh, run with Horik and got into the sewers themselves. So you can either try to navigate through the system uh, or you can try to poke your head up every so often at some, you know, a manhole and like literally look above ground to see to get a better frame of reference. Obviously, there will be associated skill checks with either choice you decide to do uh, up to you. <laughs>
1: Where I was in the house before I went into the sewers where did it seem like there were going to be a lot of people between me and where the theater is?
0: Well, as you and Horik had fled that house, the, this group, this kind of party, street party had really just hit where you were as they were filtering further into this district. So you have been down here for more than an hour. If the people are continuing to filter in, you know that they're going to be further into the district which essentially moving in the same direction that you will be moving towards the arkno
1: I will try and stay below ground as as much as possible unless I feel like I am hopelessly lost
0: <laughs> okay and and as you have experienced like this sewer system runs in a grid in the four cardinal directions and like the only difference between the various sections is really how long they are between each of the, the kind of four-way junctions that that you've come across before the west to east sections are roughly half the length of the north to south uh lengths you guesstimate probably maybe like the shorter sections are two city blocks and the longer ones would maybe be more like four city block lengths so that information kind of serves as like this almost like this measuring yardstick for you right as you're kind of sloshing through the the choking smells of, of excrement down in the sewers so why don't you go ahead and give me a survival check, please.
1: With disadvantage?
0: Yes, ma'am, as you're still suffering from two levels of exhaustion, right? Yes.
1: Fortunately, I rolled decently, and that is a 16.
0: That is that is good. You know that the direction you need to go is pretty much northeast, right? For a little bit, and then you could really just start heading like directly north once you kind of get to a certain, certain point into the, the district that used to be Hannah's. And with a sixteen, you know you, you you can fairly easily keep track of the of the lefts and the rights. And again, using that that guesstimation of distance between of each section, you kind of make really good time through winding through the tunnels, kind of right up, right up, right up, until you basically just keep going up. Right now, you are of course moving at half speed, so that's certainly hindering you, but yeah. you get to the, about the point in like maybe 40 or so minutes under that hour that would cause you another con carrying the bag and exposed right in the blue light. You kind of get to a, a point where you feel like you should be relatively close.
1: Okay, I want to do a perception check to see if I hear any skittering or if I can see any signs of the Darklings that we left here. Sure. That wasn't as good of a roll, uh, nine.
0: Uh, it doesn't seem like there is any, any signs of, of creatures or movement, and, and again, as, you've, as you have been progressing, right, you, ha- you have, in that 40 minutes, you weren't noticing anything that, I imagine you are probably, like, looking over your shoulder every so often, right, just yes. making sure, <laughs> because, cause like we've discussed before, you do have that superior dark vision. You actually have a very good line of sight comparative to someone else with, with dark vision, Right. Although, again, it's still in the grayscale, and you are still would be at disadvantage, so your passive perception is much lower, yada, yada, yada. But you're pretty confident that you're alone.
1: Okay. I'm going to continue on to where uh, the Darklings barricaded the door to the theater.
0: Ah, okay. So those tunnels are the Darkling tunnel sections. You were in the actual sewers, so you were going to have to find a way into the Darkling section
1: and I would remember what that looks like.
0: Uh, You certainly can find your way from the Darklings into the sewer, but the other way around may be a a little more difficult as they're clearly meant to be hidden passages from the sewers into the Darkling tunnels.
1: Okay. So my choices are to find the very well hidden Darkling entrance or go above ground and go into the theater proper where there may be people and potentially paladins.
0: That's a very good summation. (laughs) I couldn't have done it better myself.
1: (laughs) I'm very tired and roll like crap and by myself. So I'm going to take a little bit of time first to look around down here, see if I can find an entrance to a Darkling Tunnel. And then uh, once I roll badly and discover that I can't find that, I will go above ground.
0: (laughs) Okay. um, All right. I'm going to... I'm going to dictate the amount of time that you are taking and spending in the search based on your role. Okay. Uh, Because, I mean, you think that Shakara, like, you know, you've traveled like pretty, pretty uh, long length of these tunnels. Would Shakara be looking potentially for signs of it through the whole way on her journey? Like the whole 40 minutes you've been walking or?
1: No, I don't think till I got close to the, where I thought the theater was then I would start looking for it.
0: All right. First, I'm going to get you to roll me a D100.
1: Sixty-three.
0: And now you can roll me an investigation.
1: Uh, ten. Because <laughs> it's disadvantage.
0: <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> you do recall that, like, when you know, there's been the the two times now that you've kind of used these passages, and I used the term, I used the word "use" very loosely. As the first time, Mia had just kind of exploded it with a shatter, <laughs> and you kind of crawled through. <laughs> but you would shaft a couple hours ago right like no more than like three hours ago did you actually use one of these passageways so you kind of know that while they are meant to be hidden there's still signs of them right and you've seen the signs of them being on both sides of them again not something that is immediately recognizable but taking the bit of time to do so uh you you could be able to find those those signs so i'm gonna let you make a decision right now is if you want to if you want to take the, t- the time, let's say we add 10 minutes to your search, which will mean that you've been exposed to the blue light for another hour, which would mean another constitution saving throw. I'll allow you to add five to your role to find this thing. If you want to take the extra time.
1: Yeah, I'm, I am really reluctant to go above ground uh, because I am in no fighting shape and I don't want to expose innocent people to the blue light. I want to protect them as much as possible. So I I will continue to look down here for a little bit longer.
0: Please roll me a constitution saving throw.
1: 25.
0: Okay, you are fine. You once again stave off the effects of the eye emanating from the bag of holding. And now with an adjusted to 15, you are able to kind of walking the length of one of the north to south segments, right? Like literally checking this four city block length you find the little latch that you need to engage for this hidden door to open. And of course, it's only like three feet tall, right? It's meant for Mm, halflings. So you you can crawl through it and get into what now is the Darkling tunnels. Tunnels that you have been in before. So you've you've crawled through and basically you find yourself in like the dip of you know where the the stairs kind of go down on one side and up on the other right beneath the actual sewer tunnel right and again you're you're ducking and crawling through even slower on all fours than you would be walking right somehow moving at half speed <laughs> and you come out in a, a again another long hallway with a number of uh, four ways.
1: I assume I have absolutely no idea what part of the, t- the tunnels I'm in, really, like in relation to where the theater entrance was, because they all pretty much look the same.
0: Yeah, Yeah. again, the, the tunnels are, are, are very well, you know, well carved stone. And the only fr- again, the only frame of reference from your, your survival check uh, and your navigation is that you are still south of the theater.
1: I will attempt to work my way towards where I think the theater is, and where I think Jolvi and Baklava, Bakla's Baklava. <laughs> I will I will work my way towards where I think Jolvi and Bakla uh, blocked off the tunnel. I also want to do a perception check in here.
0: All right, go ahead and go ahead and give me the perception check. Six. So I imagine you are attempting to be quiet. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So why don't you also give me a stealth then?
1: three. (laughs) I am so tired.
0: Obviously exhausted, uh, still barely struggling through the effects of of the blue light. And you don't hear, again, you don't hear anything. You don't see anything. There are clearly, like far down ahead of you, kind of past four, you know, four-way junctions until you hit kind of this three-way segment. You see like half a barricade that's been torn down who knows how long ago, right? As you're moving past uh, kind of this this space in the tunnel that just opens up. Like there's no door there, but there's just like an opening through it. You see that the, it's it's clearly the remnants of an old like Niyogi hatchling nest. Finally, you're seeing like signs of, of creatures. But it's like you know, discarded eggshells and scraps of of desiccated pieces of of Nyogi, but also like a number of like fresh hatchlings that are have been desiccated and clearly caught in the blue light once it went up and just could not did not get out and could not survive this exposure. And again, continuing in 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 a kind of northern direction, you you know, you're you're crawling under many of those low staircases. You kind of hit another four-way junction, taking a left. Always, you know, always making sure once you've gone left, you want to go right because that's going to keep you on a northern, northern direction, right? You're often uh, forced to, unless you want to try to tear them down. But other, you, you often run into like again barricaded sections of tunnels. So in some cases, you're kind of forced to instead of taking that right, continue going on that left path that you've taken, right, until you found another way to get, get around. You crawl through one last set of these stairs, and you come out to find Jackalware corpses, where the very long stretch of tunnel, right, that the party had fled from, from the dungeon where you found Brawn directly underneath the Pussycat Palace, and finally you're seeing, I've been here, I killed this creature, right? And again, (laughs) the... The corpse is just completely desiccated, much like what you saw, the corpse collector around the tower, you know, uh, all the bodies stuck to it, same type of condition. And you're able to find where you held the door against the Jackalwares, clawing through it, and had finally until, you, you know, you took off and they burst through it, that spiral staircase.
1: Now, remind me, the spiral staircase leads up into the actual Pussycat Palace, the actual building of that.
0: You are correct, that staircase, that spiral staircase, actually leads up to a hidden door that the party had found ajar when they had came come back to the Pussycat Palace. It leads into Hannah's private quarters. You know, you step in and the wall behind you with the hidden door had like large curtains that hang from the ceiling to the floor that would have been draped across the entirety of this wall a very luxurious bed immediately to your left as you walk in with a a bar with still uh, many different types of of hard alcohol on on it. A jacuzzi now filled with, still filled with water, right? That uh, obviously Shakara wasn't there, but (laughs) Hannah had beckoned for Falzern to join her in. So obviously you found yourself not into the uh, theater, but into familiar territory that took you to the Pussycat Palace.
1: This'll do. I want to look around real quick, make sure there's nobody in there, and if I can, bar the door.
0: To the spiral staircase?
1: And is, is there a door um, out to the hallway?
0: Yes, yeah. You want to bar that door? Yes. Okay, yeah, I mean, really the there's the bar and then like the bed that you could easily slide over in front of it.
1: Okay, yeah, I will slide the bed over in front of the door to the hallway so that nobody else can come in and surprise me. I'll send a message to shaft i am at hannah's her bedroom i will be here a while i'll message again with changes i want to sit on the bed and pull out both eyes again i'll put them on the bed in front of me and i will touch both of them with my off hand to spare my dominant hand any further withering so i'll do my best to like straddle both eyes with one hand, so I can communicate with Dendar again.
0: As you make contact, you you find yourself again in front of uh, that, that enormous ice wall, right? That just runs, you can't even see the end of it looking in either direction uh, of you, kind of in this, this like voided space. And you, of course, see Dendar, Father Limic, and what Shakara believed to be was Kalar trapped within the wall.
1: Serpent mother, I bring you news. Isabella has betrayed you. She aided in the finding and assembling of the armor of Kalar. The armor that sent and trapped you here. You must aid me in defeating her. I, Shakara, can free you from this place. Give me your power. Forsake, Isabella.
0: And again, while neither of these figures can move, and as you mentioned the armor, the human figure finally kind of, just like the, the tiniest movement of eyeballs, right? Like it's all that they can seem to muster uh, as you bring that up. I'll let you choose whether or not you want to roll me uh, a, a deception or a persuasion. Because what, is, what does Shakara really believe, like, does Shakara, like, truly believe that Isabella it, it does not have Dendar's best intentions?
1: I it's, I think it would be deception because, yes, Shakara believes that uh, Isabella is trying to bring Dendar back, but trying to tell Dendar Isabella betrayed her. So it would be a deception.
0: Deception it is. With disadvantage.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Twelve. <laughs> yeah
0: I'm gonna need you uh, to roll me a d100 again <laughs> I will say that your 12 is not going to affect the failure window if you recall you to be successful you need higher than a 20 90 while you're in this space like you can still you still kind of have the physical sensation of making contact with the eyes right this ice wall kind of like fades away, almost, like, shimmers away, and and you're, you're kind of you lose yourself within the eyes themselves. You, 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 like, tumble forward, almost, into the, 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 this, like, gaze of these two sapphire gems, really, uh, is what they're physicalized as, right? Before, like, almost catching yourself, right, suddenly. And you, you're, you're, you're brought back from this surge of, of, of it's a surge of draining energy, which maybe seems paradoxical, but it, like courses through your your body, and your your withered hands, like your 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 really bad one, the very first one that you made contact with, like it begins to elongate, and your whole body begins to narrow and stretch and lengthen and change, and like a, a similar sensation. To being polymorphed, as you've been Ape Kara many, many times, the eyes that you're making contact with—they they, they kind of shift with you until almost like they're they're moving and rippling across your flesh, as if it was a, a piece of d- debris bobbing in in the against the waves of the ocean as they ripple up this elongation of your body before writing in what would be eye sockets as you've taken the form of an enormous serpent with deep blue scales and a dragon's head with glowing blue eyes. So you've now gained this ability to transform yourself into this being. Cool. And you really only have a moment to kind of like take in this new form before... Again, you're almost it's almost like you're you're falling backwards and suddenly you're you're back to Shakara and you're touching the eyes back to your normal form, like as if like it happened in like the blink of an eye kind of thing, right? You've gotten this glimpse into what you've unlocked. Utilizing this form does cause a level of exhaustion.
1: Of course it does.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Now this is an ability that is much like the Covenant abilities, it's it's now been bestowed upon Shakara. So you do not need to make contact again with the eyes to change. You, I mean, you also know that like, you don't even need to have the eyes to change. Like this is just another like ability that you've you've gained and been blessed with from Dendar.
1: So if I long rest now, uh, would I, I wouldn't get the benefits because it's not time yet.
0: You can gain the benefits of a long rest in, in a 24 hour period. So we are technically, it's past, well past midnight at this point after your venture through the sewers. I suppose we are technically in this new 24-hour period. So I think you would be fine to to long rest now, and you would get the benefits from it, should you get a full long rest.
1: I do want to um, sneak over to the, or walk over to the door, push the bed aside a little bit, and try and look out. Just to see if I can see if like, there's anybody else in this place, what's going on, how busy it is out there. You want a stealth?
0: Uh, Sure, yeah, you can make me a stealth. And we'll kind of apply that to, like, you moving the actual furniture, right? In addition to you kind of creeping out.
1: Right, yeah. Uh, twelve. Or not twelve, sorry. Fourteen. I subtracted instead of added two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, that's... Yeah, that's not going to be make you a very stealthy character. <laughs> as you start to open and clear a space, so you just want to kind of poke your head out, or do you want to be able to walk out?
1: I first want to poke my head out, see if I see anybody.
0: Uh, immediately, so as you look out, immediately you are looking at a set of stairs that descend to a landing on the exact opposite side of you. Another set ascends to another small little landing and a closed door and then what would be to your right a, a second or a third I suppose set of uh, stairs that descends further into um, the pussycat palace so in this little narrow stairwell you don't uh, you don't see anybody
1: do I hear anything
0: give me another perception
1: 15
0: you do vaguely hear the Echo of voices. And as you kind of l- listen a little more uh, attentively, you recognize them. She, she's here. She's here somewhere. I, I know. I, I. The spell is taking us uh, this way. And I, uh, Dregby, you gotta find her. And I've recognized the voices of Dreg and Grimby.
1: I will throw open the door. Grimby, Dreg, I am here.
0: Hey, Shigara! As you descend there, uh, you know, and you 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 look that right down that further descension of, of stairs down this corridor that was where the kind of the back rooms of the Pussycat Palace were, right? Where they kind of cater to their clientele's fetishes, et cetera. You see Dreg and Grimby and Hulsa is with them. And they're like at the just rounding the corner of this stretch of hallway. And you kind of see each other as you, you can kind of rush rush yeah. together. Uh, Halsa and Grimby like immediately are, are rushing to you with Dreg following. Each of them kind of like reaching out to take one of your hands.
1: I will rush into their arms. My family, I have found you. Hi, Shakara.
0: Sh- oh God, it'd be good to see you. I tell you.
1: How, how are you? Why why aren't you with the ship? What's, what's happened?
0: And he, he like immediately he looks like Like his shoulders kind of slack and and slump. I, uh, well, it, uh, the Albatross, uh, she wasn't, she wasn't meant to be, uh, it seems, um, I've been relieved of command.
1: Coltus is an idiot.
0: Dreg kind of, like, stands behind them. Well, uh, Shakara, quite, quite frankly, it, it was your actions that caused the three of us to be ejected from the camp.
1: I am sorry what I have done has caused you harm. But it was necessary. We cannot allow Isabella to get the eyes. I have not told you the full extent of what could happen. Please, let's, let's go back up to Hannah's bedroom and I will tell you everything.
0: Ah uh, the bedroom sounds good.
1: It is a somewhat secure location. We do not know who else is here and paladins have already tried to kill me a few times.
0: Is Shaft with you?
1: Shaft is in Call. He is here somewhere. He had his own things to attend to. Something about Nina and trying to get her back. I'll start leading them up to the bedroom.
0: Now, do you want to like re and re-secure the room
1: or? Wait here a moment and I'll go in the door and I'll take the eyes to the farthest corner so that they won't bother them.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: And then I will usher them in and then shut the door and rebarricade, yes.
0: As you've rebarricaded this room, the the bag of holding that you've set in the farthest corner, the steady glow of of the eye, it now changes to a pulse as it kind of blinks on and off. A similar pulse that you witnessed when you and Shaft were leaving the Paladin camp both coming from what the two of you had surmised was Samuel's tent and from the tower itself, as they were blinking in unison.
1: Did you lead Samuel Cultus here?
0: I, uh, we left the, left the camp hours ago. We've been wandering around the city looking until Dreg's uh, spell here. Uh, we finally got close enough to you.
1: The only other time the eyes pulsed was in conjunction with the armor.
0: When we left the camp, they were getting ready to to go into the the mountain and the the tunnels to take on the Niogi.
1: I do not know what this means, but be wary. Do not go near them. What I have not told you before is that if Isabella gets these eyes, she will bring back Dendar, the serpent mother. And if Dendar comes back, she will destroy everything. She will wipe out this world except for those loyal to her. I am not sure I would be included in that. We must stop Isabella. That is why I took the eye, so that I could become powerful enough To stop this tragedy from happening. I do not wish to see any more harm become this place.
0: Is that truly your motivations?
1: To stop Isabella? Yes. What are you thinking?
0: And you see, like, the three of them had been, like, clad in their kind of winter garbs, right, for their time in the mountains and aboard the ships. And, like, Grimby's kind of peeled off his outer layer, right, making himself a little more comfortable as his halsa. And Dreg, you notice around Dreg's waist, like he's no longer wearing the dagger that you had gifted to him in the tickly servant after picking it picking it up at at Pawns. Dreg just kind of contemplates your question for a second. Bron, he's he's enlightened me. He's the, the the time that we were able to spend aboard the Rising Four. He's he's eased much of of my pain. He's He's helped me become nearly whole in, in more ways than one. And I believe he's given me a, a clear perspective on things, Shikara. I think what we've done with with this Dendar, it was a mistake born from rash and emotional decisions. I mean, look at your hands. What's happened?
1: I am pleased to hear that Brawn has helped you. I am happy that you feel better my hands were a side effect of seeking power the power to stop Isabella what do you think we should have done differently what other options were there
0: I I do not know if if acquiring the eyes and the way that you have was right or wrong, but I do believe that they should be destroyed.
1: Do you know how?
0: I'm sure that we can find a way, Shakara. In whatever way possible.
1: I am willing to seek the solution. I do not want to bring Dandar back. As I have said, I am just trying to get power to stop that from happening. Isabella cannot get the eyes. Shaft told Isabella he would take the eyes to her in exchange for Nina, who I believe is beyond resurrection. But that is his singular goal. If you can find a way to destroy the eyes, I will aid you, even if that means my own death.
0: I I do not want to see it. Come to that, and I, I'm, I'm glad you're amenable to to be ridding of Aspara of of these artifacts. I, I did not want to fight. I could never raise a hand or cast a spell against you or against any of you. I love you all far too much for that. I just know that they, they must be dealt with.
1: I agree, and Father Lemic's staff, that must be found if it has not yet been, and also destroyed. Neither of them can come back.
0: I do believe that this armor should be separated again, if not destroyed as as well. There are many things that must be dealt with.
1: I agree. I do not trust Cultus to keep this armor.
0: I do not know if 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 a lack of trust for Cultus is the problem. No matter my negative feelings towards him as he, you know, he looks down to what's left of of his hands. And what was done for me in the name of searching for the armor and preparing for this fight in the mountains, he may not have a choice, just as much as I had feared that you may not have had a choice in giving up the eyes.
1: As it stands, Isabella does not know I have them, as far as I am aware. I have, and I look at my hands, sort of spoken with Dendar. She has granted me an additional gift, with which I hope, if it comes to it, to use against Isabella. However, if we do find a way to destroy these eyes, it won't come to that.
0: I I beg you not to use that gift, Shakara. What strings could possibly be attached to it? We need to distance ourselves from Dendar.
1: I'll reach out to him and put my hand on his shoulder. If you find a way to destroy the eyes, I will do everything in my power to aid you with that.
0: He kind of nods and, you know, clasps your hand with, with his then I I cannot stay. Uh,
1: Where are you going?
0: He reaches, you know, into his his bag and pulls out his half, kind of, of the the sapphire safety shell replica, right? You hold one and he holds the other as they are a pair. He just, again, offers it to you. I, I need you to let me go.
1: Even though you would no longer be a follower of Dendar. You will always be my family. I will take this, and I'll reach out and take it. But you are still in my heart, and I hope I am in yours.
0: He kind of looks to all three of you. Always, always, Shakara.
1: Do you know where you'll go now? Do you want us to go with you?
0: Our paths diverge here, I believe. I shall return to Port Randis to a spot that I quite enjoy just outside of the city limits and hopefully there I can find a solution for all of these dangerous artifacts that must be destroyed
1: I promise to you I will do everything in my power to stop what Isabella has planned I will wait as long as I can before confronting her, but it is inevitable. Shaft needs to go see her. His only care is for Nina, and I can only put him off for so long.
0: Speaking with you again, my confidence is renewed in you, Shakara. I believe that regardless of when the confrontation and when the day comes that you must face Isabella, that you will be successful, and I do truly hope that Shaft can find the peace that he's searching for with Nina. I also believe that you can help him get it.
1: Mayhaps he needs to speak with Braun.
0: Dreg, yeah, Dreg, you know, kind of smiles uh, at that. Brawn is a wonderful, wonderful person.
1: I am glad you found him. As am I. I am sad that you are leaving, but I do understand.
0: This is simply a farewell. i see you soon, not, not a goodbye.
1: I will hug him. Until we see each other again.
0: He will nod, and you see kind of Grimby and Hulsa both give him each a a, a bit of a farewell, and he, like immediately, beads of sweat begin to form on his brow as he speaks the verbal component, and he just teleports away. Staring at the empty space where Dreg stood, the last words of his departure still lingering, the totem that you took from him. Holding in your hand, it becomes brittle as the blue hue begins to fade from it, turning to an ashen gray before crumbling to dust.
1: A moment of anger flashes across my face that quickly turns to sadness as I let the dust fall to the ground. I will turn to Grimby and Hulsa. Did you see Mia and Falzerin before you left?
0: Hulsa is nodding. I, uh, they, they both looked uh, in good spirits. uh, Ready for, ready for the fight. Uh, Mia (laughs) seemed uh, a little bit of a nervous energy, probably. Uh, Falzerin, I have to say, was a cool cucumber.
1: Were they upset at our leaving?
0: I, uh, Shakara, they, they only wanted us to, to find you in Shaft and uh, make sure you're okay. That's what uh, the impression that we got when we left. They didn't really understand why uh, the two of you left, but uh, they knew you must have had your reasons.
1: It was Shaft's idea. As I said, Isabella contacted him. She wanted him to get the eyes for her in exchange for Nina. It has been a trying few days. Day?
0: <laughs> they all seem to blend together, whether it be one or whether it be many. Uh, <laughs> it feels like a lifetime Nishikara.
1: And you? How are you? Both of you?
0: Uh, you know, also kind of gives a bit of a shrug. Grimby is like about to respond to you. When the building starts to shake. Like a soft uh, and low rumble as the bottles of of liquor in the the bar kind of start to vibrate and and clatter against each other. Not enough, hard enough to to break and then, you know, it lasts for a few seconds and kind of subsides.
1: What was that?
0: I, uh, did earthquake?
1: Is there any windows in this room?
0: In this room there are no windows, no.
1: Help me, and I'll start pulling the bed away from the door. And go out into the hallway where the stairs are.
0: And, uh, I mean, again, there's there's no windows in this hallway either.
1: I wonder if we should leave this building. Mayhaps it is about to collapse.
0: I, uh, but from what?
1: I do not know. Uh, I will grab the eyes. Stay away from them.
0: Uh, Shikar, look at... Dreg was right. Look at what they've done to you already. Yeah, let me take... Let me carry them, huh?
1: I cannot ask this of someone else.
0: You aren't asking, there, Shikara. I'm. I'm offering. I'm telling you.
1: Fine. Be careful. And I will walk down the stairs to the like main area, keeping a careful eye on Grimby. If he falters in the least, I will grab the eyes.
0: <laughs> okay. Grimby, as uh, he enters the radius and picks up. The bag of holding. Will make a Constitution saving throw. It's got a pretty good con save. Uh, although a plus six, unfortunately, is not good enough when you roll an eight. He got a fourteen. <laughs> so Grimby suffers a level of exhaustion.
1: Do I notice?
0: Yeah. As as he steps into it and grabs a hold of the bag, like you see, you can hear him like grunt uh, uh, as he kind of slings the bag, the you know, the bag of holding up on his shoulder, and it's yeah, clear that he's he's been affected by it.
1: I can take them.
0: I, uh, I, I have it, Shakara. No, 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 just, uh, uh, stay out of the light.
1: Only for a time, though. We will switch off.
0: Aye.
1: I do need rest soon, but first let's find somewhere safe and see if we can see what that rumble was.
0: Okay, so you want to basically find, like, the closest window or door outside to see what's going on? Yes. Again, you kind of descend the stairs down to the, the bottom floor. And you do know that kind of at where at the end of that hallway, right, that you first saw the, the Dreg Grimby and Halsa turn the corner at, it, it's, again, another little T-junction. And to, to the right is, like, the back doors of, of the Pussycat Palace. As you're moving down, like, you don't hear any sounds. And, like, Grimby can say, I, uh, yeah, on the way in, the place looked like it was boarded up. We had to, uh, you know... Break our break our way in. Uh, I think the place is empty.
1: That is good news, at least.
0: I, but we didn't search the whole thing, though. I uh, don't think I'll be singing any uh, of my uh, shanties <laughs> until we know uh, it's just us, huh?
1: I would welcome that sound when we know it is safe.
0: You can kind of open the doors, I and mean, you just want to. I assume you still want to like maintain some type of stealth, just kind of crack them open.
1: Yes, at first.
0: Okay, so give, why don't you give me a stealth then? Eight. Okay. As you're approaching, (laughs) very slowly, I mean, it's clear that Hulsa and Grimby, like, notice how you're moving and how you clearly do look exhausted, right? Hulsa's with you. She's, like, ready. Like, as if she's, like, waiting in case you, like, fall, like, to catch you. Like, she's there, like, right by your side. Of course, Grimby is, like, 20 feet behind the two of you, keeping you both out of the light. And as you begin to push on the door, you kind of hear... Like as it's like as if like hail is hitting the side of the, a building or, or or like the door that you're about to open, right? Being pelted by something from the outside.
1: I would open the door, but less than what I would have previously, even. So just just a crack.
0: As you crack it up, and we, again, where the where the Puska Palace is situated is like pretty well the the northmost section of of the eastern side of the city, right? So. The way this door faces is actually north, which would be toward the Vorgrag Mountains. And as you kind of creak it open, you, you see like on the immediate, just past the threshold immediately on the ground, there looks like there's sizzling and the fading glow uh, of little bits of rock have littered on on the ground. It's like they were like red hot and now quickly like fade to like chunks of, of the blacks and, and browns and grays of, of stone. And it's still this stuff, this detritus is just raining down. And as you kind of look up right through this crack in the door, you can see far in the distance towards the mountains. There's like this growing red, orange kind of glow from amidst the range. And two more violent booms now you can hear and shakes. Seconds later, more of this debris is raining down on the the city and you get a message from Mia.
1: I will shut the door as soon as I see that there's more debris coming and put my back to it.
0: And again, as you're doing so, Mia's voice rings in your head.
1: Drakal doomed. Neogi got defeated. Come to the tower. If not, come to Zexa Cave. Run. Now.
0: Are you... What's to be out there, Shakara?
1: Mia just sent me a message. They defeated the Niogi god. She said Drakal is doomed and we must run.
0: I, uh, what?
1: She wants us to meet him at the Zexa cave. There is debris headed towards us. We must go. And, um, is the front door, like, I guess, on the other side of the building?
0: Yeah. Again, Grimby and Hulsa can take you. And Like, they, they came in the front door, so. Do you want to respond to Mia's me sending message?
1: We will do our best to meet at the caves. And then I will pull out the Eerie token. Shaft, Mia blew up the mountains. Get out of Druk'al. Meet at the Zexa Caves. And then I will push, like, phys- like motion for Grimby and Halsa to start running towards the front.
0: Okay, yeah. Um. So Grimby will kind of lead the way, I suppose, now, because he was kind of behind the two of you, right? So he'll just turn around and... He does, in fact, lead you down into the main, like, club part, right, of, of the Pussycat Palace. And, again, I, I cannot recall if Shigar has actually been walked through this part, but, like, now you're seeing, like, the stage and the dance floor and, and this big, long bar that takes up a, a huge section of wall and of the balcony high up above, which, you know, again, judging from the short passageways, you can surmise is, like, where that second door led at the dip in the stairs right and out the front into the street it seems like the debris has stopped raining down but there are people running in the streets seemingly frantic about uh, kind of hovering low over the city in a southwestern direction kind of in the direction of which like you and Horrock had hold up in the house like in off around where you kind of disappeared into the sewers you see one of the airships and it has a big, huge, giant, enormous bullseye lantern-like apparatus strapped to the deck. Like it's kind of just spinning like a lighthouse as it's trying to, it looks like it's trying to lower into the streets. Rope ladders have been cast over it. You can see people like citizens starting to climb up and trying to get on board of the ship. It seems like there's pandemonium and you kind of look, again, look northward and you can see from the tops of the three largest peaks, just rivers of lava now flowing out of them as they've erupted. And it looks as if it's moving very quickly towards the city. And that's our show. If you're not already, be sure to follow us at incorrigiblepar on Twitter, Incorrigible Party on Instagram and Facebook. And you can go to incorrigibleparty.com for world lore and PC information, and we've recently started adding some maps there as well incorrigible party is generously sponsored and made possible by critical hit design for any of your design needs visit criticalhitdesign.com all ambient sound and music is provided by tabletop audio and our intro and outro music was created by josh jarvis you can reach him at jamesmercymusic at gmail.com happy adventuring This has been a Sounds of Steel production.